This is Jimmy Burns from Melbourne, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how you want? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate fifty before we nursed. Delicious, Lavernius, shit peach. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome. If you are not familiar, this is the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about barbecue and grilling stuff here. Did I just overshoot that? I did. Sorry. Let me turn that around. All right. We talk about barbecue and grilling stuff here. It happens live every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. It's also being recorded at the same time, so technically this is a live show. It is also being recorded to be sent up in podcast after the fact in case you miss it, which I hope you don't, but if you're a regular podcast listener, I hope that you have carved out at least some time on a Tuesday during your listenership where you have tried to take in the show live. I mean... This is fun, right? The open segment, who knows what's going to happen. I have a in-depth take on Popeye's chicken sandwiches and how good could they really be? And are you falling victim to internet hype? And it appears that a lot of you are, so much so that you're pulling weapons on each other. Not on each other, but you're pulling weapons on fast food workers. (laughs) I mean, my kid was a fast food worker, so in essence, you're pulling a gun on my kid because you want a Popeye's chicken sandwich that bad. Like what's in that sandwich that you need to have that bad that are you thinking about it? Are you like Craig Barr? And you just can't stop thinking about it no matter what. It must be. It must be. By the way, I can confirm As luck doesn't have it, we will not be having a conversation with said Craig Barr. That is not happening tonight. Now, I can tell you that I have booked a lot of people on this show. A lot of people. 12 and 13 and 14 years as we look down the whole deal, right? It's a long, tedious task sometimes. Sometimes you realize that you're going to be going after somebody, and it's going to be tough. But 
the payoff might be there or it's a guess that everybody wants to listen to. So you put in the work, you put in the effort. I can tell you what, the first conversations through text message that I had with this guy, I knew that we were on straight up kook alert. Straight up kook alert. I sent him a message, introduced myself, told him about the show, told him he was probably getting a lot of heat from other places. This was a safe haven, you know, really worked the soft pillow landing type of situation. And the first text I got back from him, and I quote was, I'm getting hounded. I haven't committed yet, but okay, you are like the letters. You are in about, but Tuesday though, about Tuesday though. So I gave him a little info on the show and followed back up with him on a Saturday around noon. He was wavering again. And a quote, I don't know. I've been getting death threats, harassed on Facebook, calls. I don't need any more bullying. I reassured him immediately after that I would not threaten him or threaten to kill him. And I promised. So good on me. That was the last I heard of him, noon on Saturday. Sunday, as I'm giving you the timeline, I followed up with him right around noon, so let a day go. And I said, hey, I heard my pal, because now I got Steve Ray working in conjunction with me because you know Steve is the unofficial mayor of Chattanooga as well as Ultawa, and said, I, I understand you've been talking to Steve, and I'm talking with you, and you know, can we commit for a 10 p.m. Eastern? Can we do that? And he rifled back with, what kind of show is it? So I then restated, hey, it's a barbecue and grilling show. It's food topic. But we, we cover everything. And he said, you know, before I filed, I called Popeyes to bitch. Not one natural person cared to call and even gave me a hollow apology. The suit isn't about my feelings or short supply. I cracked a rare Mercedes Carlson wheel and sliced a $400 tire, driving to a Popeye's that an employee told me they had the goods. So then I replied, so it's a small claims court file for the damage to your tire and wheel. And he said, I don't even care about the hood rat that got the $25 out of me. I got people I never know or met threatening me. Hey, that's what the suit's about upon you. This is him, by the way. I'm reading word for word. Hey, that's what the suit is about and filed upon, you jerk off. WTF you think I did. Honestly, I don't even like chicken all that much. You just pissed me off. That has been the final communication. That was Sunday afternoon. Sunday evening, I followed back up. Earlier this morning, I followed back up with no communications. And that was the string of emails that I got from that guy. And it was, you know, right? It, I mean, it's par for the course, right? I mean, you're you're kind of lining up an interview that may or may not happen. It certainly did not happen. But that is the long and the long of it. It was worth potentially doing it. This is the kind of guy we're dealing with. I don't know how old he is. He's driving on really expensive rims, chasing down $5 Popeye's chicken sandwiches, and he's not showing up on this show to talk about. This would have been the best thing he could have done was show up on this show and talk about how he's racing around trying to find Popeye's chicken sandwiches 
and how people are jacking him left and right and rolling with the punches. Who's giving this guy death threats for what? Do you think Popeyes is even spending one second considering this guy's lawsuit? All they would have to do is pony up a singular chicken sandwich that magically appears out of thin air and give it to this guy, and he's going to be like, lottery won. Thank you. Let's drop that suit. I have the chicken sandwich. Ultimately, he's going to be disappointed, right, in taste? Come on. What are you talking about? Craig, you made a mistake by not coming on this show. You did. I'm telling you, you made a mistake. I'm sorry for you. I was professional. You're a kook and didn't show up on my show. Get that big stuff out of here. You, you cracked a $1,500 wheel chasing down a Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's a $5 sandwich, and the guy took an additional 20 off your hands, bought something that wasn't a chicken sandwich, and then left out the front door, leaving you in the back, sucking high tit. Great! (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable! Can you imagine this guy sitting in the back of a Popeye's like, best 20 bucks I ever spent? I'm going to give you $5. I mean, it's not 20 bucks. And, like, take the chicken cost out of the 20 I'm giving you and keep 15. The chicken sandwich is five bucks, and you're going to get an additional 20. <laughs> so that guy's netting 20 bucks, regardless if he would have been a stand up guy, not a hood rat, as Craig explains. And giving him his chicken sandwich, net 20. I just would have took the 25 and left. I mean, there's not anything on a Popeye's chicken sandwich where if I'm going to jack a guy for 25 bucks that I'm even going to bother sticking around for. I'm just going to get into the car up front and leave. And why are you buying, as Kinger says in chat, why would you be even willing to risk buying something black market? Is that really going to be a Popeye's chicken sandwich? Probably not. Is it worth the 25 bucks that's probably going to give you food poisoning? Probably not. Craig, you are a beauty. The invitation stands next week, week after. I will cancel anybody who is in. If Meathead's on next week and you want to come in at 914, Meathead, out of here. You're in. I still want to do it. I know you don't want to do it. You've made a terrible mistake by not coming on right now, but we can rectify this. We will talk about how the suit really isn't about the rim and the wheel or the rim and the tires you said it is because you said the chicken sandwich is on your mind and you can't get good. That someone has to make a stand against big chicken. And it's you. Live that. Own that. Be the stand against big chicken. Somebody has to. We can't be running out of Popeye's chicken sandos. I can't believe Popeyes took up two segments and I could still roll. I'm now reining myself back. Although I know I'm going to be talking to DivaQ about it in about two minutes. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about Sterling Ball and the gang over at Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Big Papa is known for the championship rubs and seasonings, 13 perfectly balanced flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Little Louis Season Salt. Oh, that's my favorite. 
pick up a bottle today, BigPapaSmokers.com. Now, if you want to improve your competition recipes, hook up with some Simply Marvelous barbecue rubs. That's the West Coast offense. When you put West Coast, or I'm sorry, when you put the uh, Big Papa rubs and the Simply Marvelous rubs together, renting all the time, plus Granny's barbecue sauce. Have you tried it yet? Come on, let's get it. Granny's barbecue sauce will help you fall in love with barbecue all over again. It's a great sauce. They got great cookers as well. Mac Two Star General Pellet Grill, the only online dealer. That's Big Papa Smokers. They can offer you special packages that nobody else can. They also have the Old Hickory Ace BP Pit. If you're not sure of what cooker you need, go to BigPapaSmokers.com and peruse the inventory. If you have any questions, call them 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop the website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's Big papasmokers.com Danielle Bennett coming up out of the break stick around be right back Show giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue, a man actually named Meathead, the author of a barbecue Bible, bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Hey, this portion of the show being brought to you by Veterans Q. Currently have two sauces, original and sweet, and two rubs, chicken and pork and beef on the market. All products are great. I've tested them all. Take it from me. 100% of the profits, by the way. Donated to credible veterans organizations. You code BBQ20 for 20% off your entire order. That's BBQ20 when you visit VeteransQ, V-E-T-E-R-A-N-S-Q.com. 20% off. BBQ20. Yeah. All right, my guest in the second hour has been a host of her own barbecue television show. She has also been a competitor on TV show. She's a competition barbecue cook, successful cookbook author, and the list extends from there. Currently, you can see her on the Food Network and the Cooking Channel as she is one of the three pitmasters. Featured on the new Barbecue Beatdown show, which aired this past Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Here to talk about it. And many other things is the creator of the Diva Q brand and longtime friend of this show. We head to the Fogo Charcoal Hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Danielle Bennett. D, what's up? Hey, good. Everything's awesome. So I wh- guess that's the best way to put it. Where are you in this <laughs> worldwide country of ours right now? <laughs> Well, right now I'm actually in the country, which is a nice change. I'm actually at a dinner party with my friends in Houston, uh, all barbecuers. Uh, there's 14 of us at dinner, and I just stepped out to take this because You're, you and I oh, booked this so dear. long ago, and I said for sure I would never cancel on you. Oh so I God. just literally stepped out away from my bourbon to come and talk to you, Greg. Well, Danielle, I mean, the honors are supremely high that you would do that. Uh, I mean, so I'm, I'm certainly not going to extend uh, the time that I thought we were going to do because I'm not going to take you away from these people. Is there anybody you want to name drop, by the way? Oh, of course. I've got to name drop, you know, Aramalekian, Chef Aramalekian. I've got to name drop Rogel's Barbecue because they're Ooh. who I'm here with. 
Um, I've got a name, name drop, of course, Packy Saunders. Of course, Simon and his beautiful wife, Isabel. Yes. And, you know, I'm so lucky that Andrea and her husband, Joe, could come. You know, one of the great things is then I had a friend that drove three and a half hours to come have dinner with us tonight, Jay McBride. Wow. I'm so blessed to have so many amazing barbecue family everywhere in the world. I'm totally blessed. Uh, Danielle, I mean, you're away from it, but you're make your home in Florida. I mean, from a hurricane standpoint, everything good over there at the home base? Well, that's actually why I'm here in Houston early is because originally uh, when we saw the storm fronts coming through and it started, you know, increasing and increasing, I have an event here on Thursday with uh, in Austin, actually, for Duluth. And so I ended up coming in a couple of days early to hang with some friends here in Houston to make the best of the situation. My house mm. is completely secure. Everything's battened down. Uh, the winds are starting to pick up. You know, I'm getting hourly updates uh, from my house and, uh, you know, praying that nobody, nobody um, gets hurt uh, through all of the states. You know, that's all we can all pray for. Uh, Danielle, are you a believer in hunker down or are you a believer in if they tell you to get out, get out? I think there's a reason they tell you to get out. Get your ass out. Get safe. I mean, here's the thing. A house can be replaced. You can't be. Um, stuff can get replaced. You can't be. My family and my friends are much more important than any house or, you know, piece of equipment or anything else. Get the hell out if they tell you. All right. We're talking with Diva Q here on the show. Happy to have her back. And uh, let's go ahead and start uh, with a little TV show talk here this evening. Obviously, the premiere was Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern on Food Network, so a huge channel to be a part of for sure. Um, talk to us a little bit about the show and how it uh, kind of the the genesis started and how you uh, how you were approached to be a part. Well, this actually started a while back. You know, I turned down the last you know four or five projects on TV. I just wasn't interested. In all honesty, I just really had no interest in being back on TV. I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with the way my career is unfolding. Um, and I turned them all down and then they, they proposed this, um, show to me and I like the format a lot. You know, I've been doing this 13 years. I'm an OG now at this point, you know, an original. <laughs> and so one of the things is, is that the show's format, um, really showcases people that actually have, uh, a level of skill set. And then, you know what, it's almost like an Iron Chef kind of situation where, you know what, I don't really have a lot to prove anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm still learning and you're still growing every day because you never stop learning. But at the end of the day, um, if somebody wants to challenge me, I want to take them on. And that's what was really attractive to me. When you look at, so, I mean, is that the biggest differentiator from, you know, whether it's a chopped grill master thing or, you know, a week or two prior to your show coming out, there was the barbecue brawl thing. I mean, is that the biggest differentiator in your opinion? It's a, uh, let's call it a, a barbecue iron chef concept to a high level. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agreed to do it because of that. Um, you know, I've worked really hard to hone my craft as do most other barbecuers and to get the opportunity to showcase them is a big part of it for me. Um, you know, there's not much I can't cook out there. And, and, you know, every time you go out and you cook something, you know, you can learn a little bit more about it. Or, you know, uh, in my case, I mean, I've traveled the world now learning about barbecue, and I'm not ever going to stop that. Um, but I love the fact that we could actually consider ourselves definitely um, a really good level of pitmasters. You know, that's what we are. When you are... Being told about the show, I mean, how much detail are they giving you? Do they tell you who the other two, uh, you know, pit masters are going to be? They're going to be, you know, working alongside of you. Are they kind of keeping you in the dark a little bit on some things and just looking to get you in? What's that setup like? 
Well, the original thing, originally you get the format and you say, okay, so the format is something I'm interested in. And then the secondary part, of course, is who are you going to be with, okay? Because if it's somebody you genuinely dislike or you don't get along with or whatnot, then you're not going to mesh well. It's not going to have a vibe, right? Any TV show has to have a vibe and it has to have something, um, or it actually has to have a lot of drama. I'm not out about the drama stuff, okay? That's bullshit, and I'm not interested in it whatsoever. So this is one that, you know, I've known Carrie for many, many years. He was actually on my own show on Barbecue Crawl. Um, I I respect his skill set immensely. I've eaten at his restaurant tons of times. You know, Mo is this big barbecue personality, and, you know, he's done very well with himself with his barbecue personality. And so I like the characters. I liked who was going to be on the show. So because of that, in addition to the format, that's why I agreed to it. Do you think Mo gets the respect he deserves, or does he get the right amount of respect? Because I get, you know, certain... I feel like some people are a champion of him, and then I feel like some people think that he maybe he hasn't uh, done on whatever enough is in order to get these shots on TV. Well, I think you can ask that of any pitmaster, right? Who is there to decide what is enough? Um, you know, I've only won 15 U.S. Grand Championships. That's it. But if you put anything in front of me, I can cook it. I've owned 65 barbecues. Maybe that's not enough. Uh, I've traveled the world. Maybe that's not enough. I don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, if it fits for the show, then I'm good for it. All right. So uh, as we are taking in that first episode, I mean, I, w- I would assume like most TV stuff, you're seeing the finished cut for the first time, or did you guys have access to it in advance? I didn't want to see it in advance. I saw it when you guys saw it. All right. So what was your kind of first smack of how you saw the first episode unfold? Are you pretty happy with it? Well, you know, I've done TV so much now on yeah. so many different programs, but I thought this one was actually exceptionally well edited, in all honesty. I thought the lighting was really good, too. Um, a lot of times when it comes to barbecue shows, one of the challenges of actually shooting barbecue shows is actually the lighting. It's really a challenge to shoot barbecue as a whole because most of the meats are mahogany, dark red colored. Mm-hmm. Most of the pits are dark colored. Um, so I thought the lighting and the editing was really well. I thought the show flowed really well in regards to making sense. Um, all the dots seem to connect for me, you know, and I'm super uber critical when it comes to any of this kind of stuff. I really thought it flowed well. I thought it connected the dots for the viewer. Um, at the end of the day, I thought it was a really successful show. How many episodes are going to be in the, cause I was looking for like when the next show was going to be, and it didn't seem like there was anything that had been solidly put up on the food network website yet. Right now, I can tell you that we're deciding it right now. So I can't answer that. That would be up to Simple Alien, which is the production company, and the Food Network themselves. So could it just be a one, (laughs) like a one-off show Sunday? Yeah, it could be potentially. You never know because you know one of the things about programming and and uh, slotting time slots is that you could still make a good show and it may not fit a time slot, or you can make a great show and the advertorial dollars might not be there. So at this point, you'd have to ask those questions from Food Network or Simple Alien. All right, so, um, but well, then let me ask you another question that you're probably not going to be able to answer because I'll just ask it anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> were there multiple episodes shot, or did you just shoot that one and that was it? We shot one. Wow. The one you guys got to see, yep. And it, uh, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's going to air again tomorrow on, or sorry, uh, on the Cookie Channel. Yep. And uh, so we're going to get to see it again on the Cookie Channel. I know it's been well-received, and that's all I know right now. All right, we're talking with Danielle Bennett, DivaQ, and uh, are you still uh, DivaQ.ca, or did you change any of that? 
Well, if that idiot that owns dot com, and I hope you're listening, <laughs> um, could stop could stop selling your stupid ass automotive products, I'd love to buy dbq.com. I have been trying for 10 years now to buy it. Really? Um, in fact, we're actually, yeah, you know, I have trademark lawyers, and we actually are probably going to go forward with a trademark uh, infringement case at this point. And mm. so I am still .ca, even though, you know, next year I'll be an American um, uh, citizen. Um, so I'm still working on it, <laughs> still working on it. You know, I've got lots of trademarks out, and unfortunately this person that's over in China is causing me great chaos. Uh, How so about that? <laughs> are they looking to, I mean, are they saying, well, you can have it if you buy it for X amount, or are they not even willing to, to like, negotiate? They're not They're not even willing to negotiate. Really? You know, I've got, yeah, I've got banks to pay for it, and, uh, you know, we kind of set it aside a couple years ago Yeah. as a planned future growth. Sure. Um, of course, you know, I've owned a, I own, I own, like, I don't know, 40 other websites as well, different, you know, companies and businesses and things like that, but, um, yeah, I'd really love to own dbq.com. I would love to own it, but at the end of the day, here's the thing. What do we always do? We all go to Google. We type in DivaQ or yep. we type in Greg Rempe, and you know what? It comes up without any hesitation. So I'm really, you know what? It is what it is. I can't change it. All right, DivaQ.ca for now, but uh, we'll see how that uh, progresses. So let's talk a little bit high level on barbecue television. I think, you know, uh, we've talked or waxed poetically over the last couple of years where barbecue pitmasters the show, and so let's call that the you know, the Harry Sue, you know, one where they where it's more kind of like real reality television where they followed a bunch of teams around that morphed into, you know, another season of Pitmasters, which looked drastically different and then so on and so on. So there was that golden era of new barbecue show television on the TV. A lot of people that I had talked to subsequently on this show said, hey, I was sparked in some form or fashion by watching a barbecue Pitmasters show. And Mm-hmm. Maybe we're off of that uh, pitmaster's flow. So, should we be looking for another barbecue TV show to continue or revive that spark? Should we be away from that and just looking at something completely different? What do you think? I think none of that matters. Hmm. You know what matters in TV? Money. What matters in TV is advertorial dollars. Nothing else matters. And if people are looking for that, you know genuine barbecue content or, or that type of format, it really does only come down to dollars. And I think a lot of people don't realize that it doesn't matter if you have a horribly written show. It doesn't matter if you have a horribly scripted show, What matters is if XYZ corporation is willing to give the network that it's being played on so many dollars. That's what matters. And so you're hopefully, you know, I'm proud of the show we did. I'm really truly genuinely proud of barbecue beatdown i thought it was really well done whether it gets the you know more play or there's mm-hmm. another type of program out there um you know i hope so but it really doesn't come down to the content it comes down to the advertorial dollars you know the entire landscape of tv and viewership is changing as we know you know we've got hulu and we've got netflix and we've got every other you know on demand service and program so the general advertorial programs that went in the format of tv like the prior episodes of Pitmasters and things like that, that's all changing. All of TV landscape is changing um, to suit this on-demand need that we all have, this impatient, okay, I only want to watch 22 minutes, I only want to watch 24 minutes, um, and what advertorial dollars are going to pay for that? So I, I don't know if there's an easy answer to that question, Greg, but uh, I'll tell you right now, I, I've done this long enough to know, you can make the best program in the world, you can make a program that's gone to many, many countries. 
and it will not get picked up if it's not enough advertorial dollars. Hmm. That's all that matters. Do you think That's what it comes down to? It comes down to money. Do you think also that maybe because of I'm going to use YouTube as an example that yep you know I can make you know let's say I have a pretty decent personality I know somebody that can edit really well I get that good lighting like you were yep. talking about and maybe I'm not as maybe I'm not as motivated to get on television when I have access yeah. or I can feed a niche through YouTube like uh, you know Pit Boys had done for for many years but now more and more yep. I mean people are picking up cameras Danielle and talking about Absolutely. their life for 15 minutes yep. their boring pathetic life for 15 minutes a day <laughs> and they upload it and they have 3 and 4 and 5 million viewers and they're making a shit ton of money and it boggles my mind because I could never do that but there are so many other yeah. outlets out there right now that tradition maybe is not the norm anymore it isn't the norm anymore. That's why you have people that are experienced pitmasters going up against an insta-famous person who doesn't know squat. Okay? I mean, why? Okay? Literally goes online, steals a recipe, posts it on YouTube, posts it on Instagram, posts it on um, you know, TikTok, or posts it on Snapchat. All of a sudden, they have a 4 million person viewership. Those companies, once again, are coming in and saying, well, you have 4 million people watching this. Mm. So we don't care if your content's valid. We don't care if it's real. We don't care about any of those things. But here, we're going to give you a check for $25,000 for a 15-second spot because your viewership warrants that money. It's a challenging time um, to go forward if you are an authentic person with integrity sometimes. It really is. Because at the end of the day, um, there are so many insta-famous people out there getting paid for nothing. Exactly what you said. Um, what's going on with Duluth? What are you up to? Oh, you know what? I, I'm a woman of Duluth. Um, I, I agreed to work with them. Uh, I really like the brand. I wear their clothing regularly. Um, I'm a big fan. One of the things for me is that I turn down more companies than I take. I'm really careful about who I associate my name with. I'm one of those integrity field people. I'm good with that. Uh, monetarily it's cost me over the last few years and I'm, I'm actually still okay with that because I only work with brands I truly believe in. So for Duluth, I am one of their pit masters and addition, a woman of Duluth. And so I'm one of their brand spokespeople. Yep. And I'm enjoying the relationship immensely. <laughs> so what do you like? What, what gets your goat about Duluth brand clothes versus, you know, whatever the competing brand would be? What do you like best about it? Um, I really think they're really well made. I think they stand behind their clothes. Um, all the men that I know wear their underwear. <laughs> they love their jeans. I, I just think that it's a quality product by a quality company. And uh, I really like the people that I work with. It's the same with Traeger. I really respect the people I work with. I respect uh, how they run their businesses, how they treat people. And uh, that's important to me. I, I think it's important I still have morals and values and integrity. Uh, so are you committed to Duluth to do like, you know, so many, are you doing like store openings or will they just have you down to, you know, cook some stuff and bring, you know, drive more foot traffic to a particular store? Yeah, actually I'm doing a, a store opening this week, actually here in Texas, just outside of Austin. Uh, it's available on my Instagram, BBQ BBQ. And then I have some other future plans with them. I don't really want to get into that yet, but future plans with Duluth are good. People love to come <laughs> to this show and say, we got a lot of great stuff that I cannot tell you about. It's like <laughs> par for the course here, Danielle, as you know. Um, so you had mentioned it Traeger. Really, really is. You know, you've had, look, I mean, I don't know if I can recall anybody that's been on this show 
that has had a I mean, you know, back in the day when we first got into this whole thing, like you were just buying Traegers. Like that was the brand you just went out and bought. You were just Danielle at that time and with with no yep. creds behind you and worked it into a pretty decent, you know, deal where you're still with the company that you were with, you know, 13 and 14, 15 years ago, however long it's been. So, I mean, what is it about Traeger that you continue to find valuable and um, a, a good ROI for somebody that would be going out to buy a pellet cooker? Well, one of the things is, is I've directly worked with them for four years. I've been working on them for 13 years. One of the things is I hated the old Traeger company before the new owners took over. I thought they were idiots. I thought they were poorly marketed, poorly planned. The research and development was a joke. And they didn't seem to have any planning. One of the things is that I went on the Today Show, you know, the Today Show, I mean, the big one. I've heard it. And they didn't, want to send, they didn't want to send me grills because they didn't think a woman would represent them well. That was the original Traeger. Nice. And so I literally, when, when the new Traeger owners took over, um, they asked for a meeting with me, and I told them where to go and how to get there. Not <laughs> once, not twice, but three times. And then I learned about them and learned about Jeremy Andrus and his brilliant vision. Um, what he'd done with Skull Candy, how he turned that around. Denny yep. Bruce, um, Luke, Luke. Uh, Lance, um, Tyler Stark. Um, there's so many great people at Traeger that have this wonderful vision of a company that is accessing wood-fired goodness for everyone without a fear factor to make it delicious every single day and to remove a lot of those fear factors, accessibility, learning curves. And I appreciate all those things. I've owned 65 barbecues in my career, 65 barbecues. And through that, I've had offsets. I've had beautiful reverse slow gravity grills. I've had, you know, the, the other bigger brands. I've had the widest variety of grills. And the one that I come back to for ease of use and consistency, repeatable results is always the Traeger. And that's a genuine endorsement. Now, in addition to that, they corrected a lot of the flaws from the previous uh, manufacturing issues. So the last, you know, five, well, I guess seven years now mm -hmm. has been this incredible part of growth where Traeger is the largest, hands down, most successful pellet company in the world. They've developed so much in, or they put so much into the development of the research and development behind the grill that I love the smoke science. I love the smoke technology. I love the fact that they're not just resting on their laurels. They're always looking to make it better. Cleaner smoke, more efficient, better recovery time, Wi-Fi technology, all of those things, better grates, double wall insulated lids. Um, I love that advancement of technology on an ongoing basis because that keeps me excited. It keeps me excited to see the fact that we can sell these grills in Norway. We can sell them in Australia. We sell them in, in you know, New Zealand. We sell them all over the world. I went to Israel and taught a barbecue class, like, for a week. It was awesome. And so this accessibility to this beautiful American style of cooking, this barbecue awesomeness, is accessible to the world now. And it's easier. And it's more consistent. And it's got this beautiful flavor. And that keeps me going. And so I love, genuinely love what I do. I truly do every day teaching barbecue. Like last year, I taught over 4,000 students. Wow. This year, I'm going to probably top that number again. I've traveled 147,000 miles this year for barbecue already, and I'm not done yet. i still got a few more months to go. Speaking. And so I love our accessibility to everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a senior citizen. It doesn't matter if you're a 12-year-old girl. It doesn't matter if you're a 34-year-old man that wants to make you know, a tailgate party special. 
I love the fact that everybody can do it. That, to me, is very exciting. All right, so you love teaching. You've logged hundreds of thousands of miles to do it, and you're going to do something live and in person at Hartville Hardware after a year of uh, vacancy, (laughs) actually, from both of us. Uh, 2017, we were both there together. We will rejoin forces 2019 at the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest in Hartville, Ohio, on September 21st. Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing there and if somebody is going to be coming in for the day or for a handful of hours, what they could expect. So one of the great things about Hardville Hire- Hardware is, A, the store itself. I mean, it is a spectacular store. Yep. And then the icing on the cake for me, really, truly about Hardville Hardware, is the people. They have some of the nicest, incredible staff I have ever met. Um, they are such a proponent of all things barbecue. They support local vendors. Um, they do such a brilliant job in the community. So anybody that comes to Hardville Hardware, you're going to see beautiful demonstrations all day long. I'm going to do three demonstrations on different, three different meats. Wow. Um, we're going to hand out samples. We're going to talk to people about all things barbecue, all things Traeger. The event's sponsored by Traeger. Um, and I, I'm happy to be going back. You know, last year we had a logistical issue. I was in, out of the country, actually. Um, and I was not able to do it. And so I'm really glad I was able to fit it into my schedule this year. And just to the opportunity to go back, I get to see you again. We had such a great time before. And it's just a really awesome barbecue event. They're going to do a competition. I mean, there, there's so much going on there. And then you just get to wander around that store. That store is so much fun. I bought so much stuff from that store the last time I was there. I had to buy another suitcase to go home. Yeah, I mean, it's the country's largest hardware store, so if that gives you any idea of how big it is. And then it's got a huge area for barbecues and grills and accessories outside. They have that nice burn area where you can see things happening. So it's going to be a really great full day. starts around 10 a.m., and uh, Danielle will be on three different times. Also, uh, there'll be some other live demos as well. So, uh, And if people see you around, if you're not busy doing something, they can come up and say hi and all that good stuff. Absolutely. You know, I'm doing a book signing there. My book, I made a mistake the other day. I posted that my book was going into its second printing. I actually made a mistake and Random House actually corrected me. They're like, your book just went into its third printing. And that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah. Um, they, they're literally wow. just waiting for me to write another book. I just haven't had time yet. So I'll be there doing a book signing. It's a bestseller. You know, it was nominated for a gourmand, um, a world-class book of the year. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to share all that with everybody. All right, uh, Danielle, you spend way too much time here away from your bourbon and all those other name drop people <laughs> that you said about 30 minutes ago. So I appreciate the time. Continue success, and I will see you in a couple weeks. Hey, thanks, Greg. Thank you so much for all your support over the years. I am truly, truly grateful and thankful, and thanks to all your listeners. It's been amazing. You got it. Thank you, Danielle. There she is. Danielle Bennett racing around Austin, Texas, and... Uh, having dinner with she say rogel's barbecue and i think maybe simon flores was there a lot of big names so i mean i hate to take people away from a good time but she said she wouldn't cancel hey guess what thanks for not canceling because that would have been really bad for me because i would have had the whole second hour to fill and was already trying to refill, but luckily, wait a second. I just remember, didn't I say I was going to lead the conversation by asking DVQ about Popeye's chicken sandwiches after that had 
taken up quite a span of time on the show. I can't believe I totally missed that. Well, guess what? I totally missed. That's all right. And we ran a little bit longer, but that's all right. I mean, we still had another segment. There's no way I was going to let her go. Uh, John Dawson weighing in. DBQ is like a female Gary V. Yes. Very excited. Spreading the word. The go- Spreading the gospel of barbecue and grilling. All right, we will come back and finish out the show. You are invited to take part as well. Give you your contact info when we get back. I'll talk to you quickly about Southside Market and barbecue. Attention anyone who loves sausage and barbecue. That's pretty much all of us, by the way. Established in 1882, Southside, the oldest barbecue joint in Texas. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations. Famous for the original beef sausage. That's coarse ground and a natural pork casing. They're also famous for their authentic Central Texas barbecue. All meats, including the prime briskets, are slow-smoked for many hours over real Texas post oak wood. They ship nationwide via the online store, southsidemarket.com. And they ship fresh and smoked sausages nationwide. That's right. Shipping customers can choose to order now and ship later. Include a custom gift note, mail to multiple addresses without additional charges. I do that all the time. All shipped items are vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer. Shipped with dry ice to ensure complete freshness upon arrival. All meats processed in the on-site USDA inspected facility. Two restaurants if you want to try them out. Elgin, Texas since 1882. Bastrop, Texas since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and many surrounding states as well. And as I say each and every week, here's a kicker. Go to southsidemarket.com. Do all of your shopping. Might I suggest getting one of those barbecue meats like ribs or brisket. Also, get the sausage slammer. Get the jalapeno cheddar sausage. Get the beef sausage. Get two beef sausages. Get a bunch. It's all really good. Then, as you're checking out, when you are asked for a coupon code, BBQ Central, all one word, 10% off the entire order. Not just this time. Maybe it's your first time over at Southside. It's not 10% off your first time. It's 10% off each and every time you visit. So when you run out of sausages, go back. Use code BBQ Central, 10% off. Boom. Great folks over at Southside Market. Very happy to have them aboard. We are back right after this. Stick around. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Are you ready to find out where you rank against all of the competitive barbecue teams across the country? All of them, regardless of sanctioning, but 
Visit SmokinWithSmithfield.com to check out your rank on the Smokin' with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship leaderboard. If you're not signed up, you cannot be a part of the championship. Quite frankly, things are drawing to a close. That championship is heading up in November. Excuse me. Now, registration is free, so if you want to get in it, you can maybe still try. You can go to the same website, SmokinWithSmithfield.com, for all the details. But you got to be registered in order to take part in the National Barbecue Championship, and that takes place in New Orleans at the uh, like mid to end November, I believe. So, I want to know from some teams, like where, like where are you at? As a matter of fact, let's not even worry about where are you at this week in competitive barbecue. Uh, we look at the standings. National Barbecue Championship, your top five. Pig Chicka Cow Cow is number five. Chris Hatcher is number four. Getting Basted, number three. Heavy Smoke, number two. And sitting atop the National Barbecue Championship leaderboard, Boomerang Barbecue, if you need it. By 2,000 points-ish. I'm sorry. Is that right? Yeah, 2,000 points. Uh, They have 26,031 points. Heavy Smoke has 24,160 points. Clark Crews around there at 13. Iowa Smokey D's is in there at 18. Four legs up at 25. Lucky's Q, top 30. Nice. So, we'll see how that inaugural event unfolds. And then, you know, the big thing now is who... Will Smithfield be around next year? Will there be a second national barbecue championship that incorporates all of the sanctioning bodies, not just some? And uh, we'll see about that. Smokingwithsmithfield.com to get signed up or to check the leaderboard. Uh, Thanks again to Danielle Bennett for joining me last segment, last lawn segment. She's in Austin right now getting ready to open up a... Duluth store, cook some food, all that good stuff. So if you're going to be around there or you're a fan like I was, I was, of course, figures, I was right by a Duluth store today when I was coming back up from Canton, the National Football League's Hall of Fame, by the way, Hall of Fame City. There's a lot of Hall of Fame cities around here now that I'm thinking about it. There's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City of Cleveland. There's the Football Hall of Fame City of Canton, there's the Softball Hall of Fame City of Euclid, Ohio. There's the Polka Hall of Fame City, which is also Euclid. We got a lot of halls of fame. I'm not sure where the Barbecue Wizard... Wait, I I do know that's in uh, Porksylvania, (laughs) as we learned last year, Porksylvania, for those that are keeping score. So we do have a lot of halls of fame around here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City. Not to be redundant. I've always wanted to go in the store. Isn't Duluth the one with the underwear where like it doesn't pinch your crotch or something like that? Bare naked underwear or fur bar, fur bear underwear or something like that. I gotta And they're all they're very unique looking stores. And when I was looking at it, it looked like women go to this side, men go to this side, maybe. Maybe that's completely false, but it said women's clothing, men's clothing. Maybe that just means they carry both. But I look at it always very pragmatically as a, hey, it's this or it's that. If there's a sign here, it means it's got to be there. 
Women on the left, men on the right. I should check it out. For some reason, I correlate Duluth with what would be in competition with like Carhartt, but maybe that's completely wrong. I got to go in there, check it out. So if you're going to be in Austin, go ahead and check that out. Say hi to Danielle. She's ready to sign autographs, take pictures, of course, feed you good food. And then, as she had mentioned, and as I had mentioned, uh, we'll both be together in Hartville, Ohio, for the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest 2019. That's September 1st. I'm sorry, that's September 21st. Check that, September 21st, starting at 10 a.m. And uh, we'll have fun there, I guarantee it. I think last time she only did two demos, but she'll be doing three demos across the day. So I mean, she might even be like right out of the gate. They might start at 10.30 or 11, 12, 1, 2. No, they might start at 10, like right out of the gate. So it would be like Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, and then turn them right back around. They got to, wow, holy moly. I'm looking forward to that. There's nothing better than having Diva Q on the stage doing her cooking thing. I'm out there working the mic, asking great questions like we normally do. Like what you just heard on this show, you will probably hear on stage, except both of us will be live. She will not be on a phone in Texas, and I will not be in my basement. We will both be live, right? I'll be asking questions. I'll be asking insightful questions, questions that the general Tom, Dick, and Harry want to ask, or maybe they're too embarrassed to ask, so I'll just ask it anyway. We'll get some questions from the crowd. It'll be great. If you're on the fence, it's going to be worth it. There's going to be food to eat. There's going to be samples. There's going to be things to buy. The I've, the country's biggest hardware store, the country, there's homes in this hardware store, homes, fully working things like homes right there. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com on the Twitter and Instagram at BBQ Central Show. Still no word from Craig Barr, who is the Popeye's chicken celebrity. I'm trying to think who's the bigger celebrity now. Uh, instant poll here in the chat. Who's the bigger celebrity? Is it the guy that cracked? the rim and got heisted for 25 us bones or is it the group the flash mob that brandished a weapon at the texas popeyes that might have been in austin if i'm recollecting correctly or perhaps the better question is who's the bigger bag is it craig barr who shined on this show at 10 p.m. Eastern, top of the hour, leading into DVQ segment to talk about why in the hell is he chasing around these chicken sandwiches or is the bigger bag the mob that when they were told at the drive-thru that they were out of chicken sandos, they decided to take to the front door and pull out a gun and leave their infant in the car while they whooped it up. Man, oh man. I'm thinking I did not text the flash mob. And that, you know, pulling a gun, that is a whole new level of kook. 
I mean, flash mob, one thing. Hey, we're angry. Hey, we're all in the car. We're probably fueled up on liquor and beer at the least. Maybe there's some meth thrown in down there. Maybe cocaine. That seems to be making a comeback these days. So maybe they're all fueled up on some stuff. They're getting a little out of hand. I can see that. That's not as bad as the guy in Chattanooga. He would take bag on that because he's racing around miles and miles, location to location, telling a reporter on the record that he can't get the chicken sandwich out of his mind, but he's never had it, but he can't get right. He wins that bag contest. But when you pull out a gun, you know, that changes things. Now we got felonies and brandishing weapons and maybe attempted this or that. That changes everything. So I think as much as I want to say that the Chattanooga guy is the biggest bag because of all of the stuff that he did earlier in the week and then corresponded with me only to leave me high and dry top of the second hour, which was a terrible mistake on his part. I think it's the people that pull out the gun. They're the bigger bag. They have to be. They've pulled the gun out. When you pull a gun out, things are serious. Like, that is the life and death scenario that people always talk about. Huff Daddy Barbecue, busting a cap for Popeye's since 2019. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's, uh... Get caught up here on this because I went a little aggressive on the reads on the front. I don't have one right here, but we can make up for it. Uh, We're going to wrap up the show here in just a few minutes. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. and thighs injecting butts you've never heard this before you might think you found the best triple x show ever let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today craig rimpy all right welcome back The real Joey B said, great show, putting it on the calendar, but then he took it back. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. I saw that, Joey B. For as good as this show was, for as calendar-worthy as this show is tonight, and this is not a guest thing, this is a me thing, working back into the mold, I got to do a better job at fading that song out. That's highly annoying. The, the show is typically actually even better. Maybe you just like the ramblings of Popeyes, which I felt very entrusted with uh, talking about. I don't think it's getting nearly enough coverage by the national news. Kettle cookers, enjoying the Popeyes talk. Love olive oil. <laughs> I see what you did. 
First YouTuber to do a Popeye's chicken sandwich at home video wins a zillion views. That's right. No doubt. Joey, why did you take that message back? You've hurt my feelings. Guess what? Guess who we're talking about next week? We're talking the real Joey B next week in the open. Sorry, buddy. I'm kidding. Kidding. Uh, This portion of the show, by the way, is brought to you by the Smoke Sheet. It's a free weekly newsletter that keeps you in the know on everything happening in the barbecue world, including top news, events, recipes, and more, started by Ryan Cooper. You find him on Instagram as Barbecue Tourist. And Sean Ludwig, also known as New York City Barbecue on a lot of social media channels. And both of them travel around the country to find the best barbecue, then report on it. Great. We all talk about that, but we don't do it. You can sign up for the newsletter. And see full events on their barbecue calendar at bbqnewsletter.com, a great all-in-one resource covering the live fire industry. All right, let's go. All the way back in the first hour, we talked with Malcolm Reed from How to Barbecue Right, howtobbqright.com, Killer Hogs Barbecue. New rubs are about ready to hit the market, as he said. If you missed the first hour, podcast will be out a little bit later this evening, all through tomorrow, and then the second hour of the podcast on Thursday. Best of... Coming up this Friday, episode 88, taking you back to September 9th of 2014, where you find a John Solberg doubleheader taking place in this episode. I talk about the anniversary of September 11th, 2001. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to get that. Big show you planned for you. Otherwise, we have Meathead in. We have Kevin, or we have Doug Hassle in from Hassle Wagyu. Maybe you've seen them on social media recently. Big show plant. Your phone calls and emails as well. September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.